You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Stick together and 3CR would like to acknowledge the Kulin Nation, the true owners, caretakers and custodians of the land that we're broadcasting on today. And I want to pay my respect to the elders, past, present and future of the Kulin Nation. And I want to recognise any Aboriginal people that may be listening to the show today and pay my respects to them. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. I hope everybody listening is having a good week. And thank you for tuning in to this week's show. I'm your host, James Brennan. And of course, this is Stick Together, the only national program focusing on union news, worker stories and social justice issues. This program is produced in Melbourne for 3CR and the Community Radio Network with the support of the Community Radio Foundation. And I want to thank the other producers of the show for continuing to produce great shows that look to tackle some of the issues that are happening for workers across the country and across the world. So on this week's show, uh, we're going to be hearing from Sienna and Mercedes who are two activists and campaigners who are involved in uh, different activist projects and arts projects. Uh, But what we're talking to them today is about the Black Spark Cultural Centre, which operates in Northcote in Melbourne here. And it's it's a home for activism, for... It's a cafe, it's a bookshop, it's an art space, a music venue. And you might remember it from the fundraising event that we had uh, just a couple of months ago. And on some of the episodes here, you may have heard the uh, recordings of of some of those um, people that spoke at at that event. And it's become a really important part of the activist and art scene in Melbourne. And it's facing a difficult time as they're trying to raise funds to continue to provide that space for artists and activists across Melbourne. So before we get into that interview, we're going to hear a little bit of music. We're going to hear a song from Stella Donnelly called How Was Your Day off her new album called Flood. They said you called and you were perfectly nice. A real pearl that needed a bite. White knuckled mum in the passenger seat. The home invaded trying to sleep. About unclaimed mail Felt like a deadly lit candle Left up in a room An old piece of currency For a dollar at the open market You had the best car in the street There was nowhere to park it And you said I can't do this anymore I can't do this anymore We let our patterns and bad behaviours take over I'm no longer keeping score Level-headedness has made way For a disastrous love I know it, you know it
hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Stick Together. And on this week's episode, we're sitting uh, in the room at Black Spark, which is a uh, space that I think many listeners would know um, as well as the space that we held not too long ago, a fundraiser for this show and for Uprise Radio. Um, we're located in Northcote in Melbourne. And it's a space that I think um, a lot of other people around the Melbourne arts and left scene probably know from attending events here, um, perhaps purchasing a book or a coffee or seeing uh, an art show. I can see a lot of pretty amazing artwork around me at the moment. And um, I'm joined by Sienna and Mercedes, two uh, people who've been instrumental in putting the space together and also the continuation of the space over the past I think a couple of years um, yeah. now. That's so right. thank you both for joining us. Thanks for having us, James, and thanks everyone for listening. I suppose. Yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's very exciting to be in this space and to kind of to, to feel it um, bringing bringing people's works together mm. in various forms. And I will just give a shout out. The artwork that is surrounding us now is by Flux, uh, as part that was in an exhibition launch here a couple of weeks ago as part of the Ven Collect. Them Collective, uh, which is a NAM-based artist collective for women and non-binary folks. Um, so that was a really fun party here in the mm-hmm. music room, a few DJs. Uh, and yeah, the exhibition's been running now for a couple of weeks. Uh, so if you're around and you want to come and stop by and see us in Northcote and come and check out the work, you should definitely do so. Absolutely. And the amazing, um, the aesthetic of the pieces and the colours is pretty phenomenal. But I want to um, introduce the, um, I guess, this this interview and, and um, the show by... I think, you know, one of the things about kind of organising and um, being a part of the left is having spaces that we can do that. And something I know that when I first started getting involved in activism, you know, one of those places that we did a lot of that was at Trades Hall. Um, you know, another one is at 3CR Studios and Friends of the Earth. And through various um, passages of time and politics, I think a lot of those spaces have um, are not necessarily as friendly as they once were. And there's been lots of other um, organising spaces and anarchist spaces that have opened up um, in various means of precariousness um, throughout that time and before our time and um, I'm sure into the future until capitalism is put into the bin. So um, I think it's a really important space. It's not just about uh, the meetings and uh, organising that we can have, but it's all that space in between that we can get to know other people and we can build that trust and rapport with people so that we feel comfortable to stand next to each other and protest and we feel that we can debate and agitate together and make the decisions that are hopefully leading um, you know, to whatever campaign that we might be involved in. And at the moment, I think, you know, Black Spark is one of those really prominent spaces that exists in Melbourne that is providing um, not just the art space for people to engage in, um, you know, which is also something that is at times under a threat as well, particularly affordable or free kind of spaces and mm. art spaces that don't take big commissions from artists and things like that. But also just, like I said, a, a space to sit, to to learn debate to debate with with comrades and I, I want to find out a little bit about the story of Black Spark today and um, yeah how that came about. Well that's it exactly I think Black Spark was founded um, to bring people together 
Um, the idea for Black Spark arose through the d isolation and despair of the COVID lockdowns, when we were seeing a lot of our organising move online via Zoom, and I think many of us were feeling the disconnection um, of not being able to gather, not being able to be close to our loved ones, and really um, feeling the lack of connection and, and creativity that, that came with that time, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, you know, we did feel quite disconnected. And I think there was a lot of frustration about, you know, that moving online, obviously, you know, when you engage politically and Black Spark is a political space, but it's also an artist space and it's a music mm -hmm. space and it's a space for creativity. Um, but yeah, the, the frustration that arose with that and, you know, we really um, were feeling disconnected and, and recognising that it is important to have spaces where we can meet. And as you said, like these spaces where we can develop trust um, and feel comfortable to stand, mm -hmm. you know, side by side and do things because we are, you know, it is a big fight. And that's part of what Black Spark arose from and what it is, but also um, the, the creativity and art and music and, you know, these sort of things that in a time of despair that we can also have joy and how we, you know, bring people together to do those mm. things as well. You know, I think that's a big mm. part of what, what it's about. That, yes, times are trying, but we can come together and also experience joy and, and do things together in a really positive way as well. Yeah, we deserve that too. Mm. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, we're not that far down the road from where the um, Mac space was for a long time, the Melbourne Anarchist Collective, and, um, you know, a lot of great events going to happen there as well. Um, you know, I think we can't go into all the ways that that kind of ended. That would be a whole series in itself, I think. But I guess it is to kind of touch on something that, is difficult, you know, in um, not just the challenges that we face in, um, you know, like fighting against the systems mm -hmm. and oppressions that we try to fight against, but trying to organise within ourselves. And I guess, like, what has that kind of process been like of um, trying to establish the um, space here and, and what that kind of looks like and how do you want to organise and, and agitate in that mm. space here? Absolutely. Well, Black Spark was kind of brought together with the ideas of creativity, learning and liberation in mind. And I think the fundamental idea behind that is that we learn from each other. I mean, all those things are inspired and are brought together through the people that are in the space. Um, and so, you know, in some or ways... Dogs. <laughs> dogs. Dogs as well. Everyone together, um, side by side. And I think, so that's, we're really wanting to we, we didn't know what Black Spark was going to become when we, when we first came about with the idea. We, you we know, just kind of did it. <laughs> it it's, a, it's a grand experimental art project in itself. Mm. And I think that has really shone through as we've seen young artists, young musicians, kind of, you know, activists and instigators come through the door and the, the people that are able to sit together in this space and the conversations that are kind of catalyzed um, that mm. then flow on to events, actions, organisations, potluck dinners, people coming together and being able to really um, create ongoing and solidifying relationships through having a gathering space. Mm. And I think that was... And I think it is, you know, you make a good point, like we, there was no sort of broader plan about what this space was going to be. It mm -hmm. was like, let's get a space and let it grow from there. Mm. And that's sort of what has happened. And it's been pretty incredible <laughs> to, to see it happen. You know, and all, all of the different events and um, like book launches, panel discussions, you know, we the 3CR fundraiser, um, there's workshops that are constantly happening here. 
Um, we do have two rooms, so just to give people a bit of an idea of the space, we have two rooms, so we've got a music room that we're sitting in at the moment, and then there's the main room, uh, which has all of the books um, and, mm. and is quite a bigger space. But it's been really dynamic in terms of the way. Mm. So we, the first event that we had was uh, the fundraiser for the 50th anniversary of the Aboriginal Ten Embassy, and it was an art auction fundraiser. Uh, you know, we built walls in the building, uh, to turn it into a gallery space. Mm -hmm. um, and then at the conclusion of that, we changed it back again. So it's been um, exciting to see as people come into the space that it is there for the people who engage to make what they want of it. And it is free and open and accessible for people to share ideas and to learn and to have the opportunity mm. to make those ideas come to life. Mm. Absolutely. So I guess our goal and what we've been we've been aiming to do is to create a really welcoming environment where mm -hmm. people feel able to come, not just to drop in and buy something, but to come and feel to, come and to spend time in the space and to actually get to know the people here, and to really let their own ideas, you know, be inspired by the books and the mm. people who who they meet through this space. And I think from that, um, you know, we, we hope and we welcome people bringing their own ideas and turning that into what they want to turn it into, whether that's you know, music or launches or events or workshops or smaller things. And we're here to support that process and support you know, young artists, creatives, whoever it may be, community groups in that process. Mm -hmm. I think one of the big challenges on the left and, you know, perhaps more broadly in society is about like kind of bridging that gap between, um, you know, on the left, I think between the kind of old left and, and the new left and, uh, you know, I think it's something that particularly in Melbourne became really prevalent around the Occupy movement is we had, um, you know, a lot of people that were getting involved in you know, activism for the first time and really trying to engage in the debates that were happening around anti-capitalist sort of ideas, mm. but, um, you know, perhaps sort of a postmodernist sort of way, rejecting some of the old, um, you know, anarchist, Marxist sort of ideas of things. Um, and, you know, through the struggle, I think there kind of became a melding of perhaps accepting some of those kind of things and, and forming some connections together. How have you found, you know, like those kind of challenges here and like opening a space and providing something that is able to be, you know, a space for, you know, those people as well as for, like you said, the excitement of new activists coming and discovering a book and wanting mm. to work out how they put that into action? Mm. I think I think for me one of the, the primary ways we've been trying to do that is really foster the learning um, and the educational element of the space so really doing that through kind of peer-to-peer -peer learning skill sharing um, and really giving a space for that kind of intergenerational knowledge to be passed down um, I think that's something we do struggle to find in in these spaces mm -hmm. um, you know just people coming together and and sharing knowledge. And so that's one of the things we're trying to create space for in all our events. Yeah, it's a challenge that, um, you know, I'm not sure that, all, no, I think everyone is struggling with, I guess, in itself. But I think, you know, particularly for the kind of anarchist left that, um, you know, collective spaces like this provide perhaps a similar kind of space that, um, you know, political organisations might for like the socialist mm -hmm. left and things like that. Um, so I feel like there inherently comes responsibility and, and, you know, the kind of um, challenges that those kind of things pose. Mm. But it's a difficulty that perhaps holds people back as well from wanting to open those kind of spaces because mm. then you're responsible for all of these people that whether they want to engage in what you're doing or not. 
I think that we, you know, Black Spark is entirely run by volunteers. So we're all volunteer and everything that comes through here goes back into the space. Mm. Um, and as a, as a collective, we, which is open, you know, open for everybody to be engaged in and involved in, but we have so many different areas of interest or what our own passions are and everything like that. So as people come into the space, you know, it's been really nice with the books, you know, or something if someone, as you said, someone picks up a new book, if whoever's here, you know, we reach out to one another and go, oh, this person was interested in this and go, and they'll pop back by to have the conversation, you know, and sort of there is, because we are a broad collective and where our ideas and our politics lie and all of those sort of things, there is the capacity to just talk to people and open those conversations in areas of interest um, if it yeah absolutely and I think having that communication be able to occur kind of face-to-face -face settings mm. which really gives the chance for discussions to occur for any you know for, the, for these difficulties for these conflicts that do arise to um to be worked through in mm. real time with real people and not in the kind of um isolated disconnected facelessness of technology that we all find ourselves in <laughs> yeah I think like at the start you were speaking about the space coming from the kind of um, well, despair that people were feeling mm -hmm. under lockdown and, and being isolated and I guess particularly for younger people that may have been first coming to you know trying to understand things that are happening in the world and then not having a connection to be able to bounce those ideas off what's that experience been like is it um, you know, I know a lot of people are still kind of struggling with being able to get out and and connect with those kind of social connections with other people and you know work out a productive way to debate ideas with people um, yeah, have you both found that? Found? Like people coming into the space and like how have they been able to connect with coming out of that kind of well, you know, yeah. terrible sort of... Yeah, I, th I think time. that has been really one of the strengths in the space in some way because it is able to kind of generate, it, it, it's in some ways a space that actually allows, creates an entrance point into mm. these into these areas, into these discussions, into these conversations. I think as a young person, you know, it can be really hard to break into these conversations. It does feel like a lot of the, you know, the heyday of these movements has been in the past and how do we really find an entrance point that's not just online, that's mm -hmm. not just sharing stuff on social media. And so I think that has been, you know, one of the things that I've really made a lot of new connections through is actually being able to have these initial conversations of people who have fundamentally have the same politics but don't actually know how to break in um, to different movements and to different ways of organising and to the relationships that support all those. I think um, it's it's really um, interesting to hear you say like that the heyday seems like it was in the past because that's how I felt as well mm. when I was getting involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you would hear you'd be involved in these kind of small protests or, you know, really big ones, mm. anti-war protests and things, but they never felt as good as the ones in the past, as the Vietnam or, or whatever. Um, but then you look back and actually they were smaller than the ones that we were mm. doing or um, the small action that you do with a bunch of people out the front of, um, you know, an arms company or whatever. And you're like, mm. oh, yeah, I guess, you know, it was 10 people came. Mm. But the ones that we read about, you know, in books like, um, you know, Ian's history of like struggle and um, things like that, they also had 10 people out as well. And I mm. feel like, you know, we struggle to recognise the um, positive things that we do. And we're always looking back that, you know, the 90s were better, the 60s were better, you know, whatever seems better. But. And I think, you know, a big part of those conversations, as you said, you know, you mentioned Ian's book about the history. And mm -hmm. when we think about the actions that we're doing or the conversations that we can have here, it does put you in, you're, you're always in a conversation with 
the past. Mm. Um, but that's also happening now. So in a way, you're kind of in, in a conversation with what could happen as well. And mm. I think that that's an exciting thing for me, mm. in, you know, in a, perhaps a philosophical sense, is that these conversations that are happening are becoming a part of it, a, a history and a long history. Absolutely. And that's, that's a really exciting thing. And I think that, that um, perhaps the, the awareness that comes with that of, of where you stand and how you engage politically uh, and when you have those conversations face-to-face -face or when you do, we do have events here or meetings or anything like that, that those things are happening. I think that's a really exciting and important part of awareness about how mm. we engage politically. And I think that's a, you know... Um, in the space, that's what we can offer. Because we do have, you know, there, there are the books here that you can kind of read about and then, or just the, the conversations that you're having with people. And I think we've, you know, it's a relaxed space as well. Like coming in, there's not, um, as you, James, you've known Sienna, sometimes organising and things like that. You mm. just, it's sort of a, it feels really hectic all the time mm. and that's necessary. But what we have tried to make it is to come in at a really, relaxed and calm you know that it doesn't we, there's no pressure to do anything but the opportunity is there if you want to absolutely it's a place to gather a place to practice and a place to rest you know, depending on what time of the day you come in um, <laughs> and I think you know in some ways this really does feel like the beginning of Black Spark in some ways. We've, we've tried to really spread this, spread the message of it and what we're doing here through word of mouth, through interpersonal connections and through relationships and have it be based in that uh, through everything we do. And, you know, we've, we've been open for about nine months now and it feels like that those relationships are really starting to solidify. People are just starting to realise that we are here, that we are open, um, and that coming in can mean whatever you want it to mean in some mm. ways. Um, and what you'll find here will be based on what you're looking for. And mm. there, there are people here who want to support each other, who really want to be sharing that knowledge and strengthening these movements however we can. It's a, it's a regenerative practice that we're, we're yeah. trying to build. Definitely and I guess to move on to from that positive into something that you know I think is still really positive but I you know gather there's a tinge of um, apprehension as well about moving into like um, you know obviously running a space like this you can you know either have a space that you might be able to squat illegally or find some arrangement mm. with um, but you know I think those spaces particularly in inner city areas are becoming harder and harder to find um, so I, I imagine that, you know, the cost of running the space here is quite um, substantial and I know that there's a campaign that um, recently kick-started to kind of push forward and try to keep the space going to provide all of the things that, you know, we've been speaking about. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, like, what the campaign is and, and how people can support that? Absolutely. So, so everything at Black Spark is pay-as-you-feel, donation-based and entirely volunteer-led. Um, and so... As you say, things are expensive and we all, we all know it. And so we really want to work out what is the best way to, to keep Black Spark operating in this way and how we do that to ensure that it can support the community and the community, community can be supporting it. So we've decided as our lease renewal comes up, um, we've decided to just run an outright fundraiser, gather the money for the rent so we can ensure we have the funds to continue operating on a pay-as-you-feel basis and everyone who wants to use Black Spark will have a place to do so. Yeah, so yeah, we, we've launched the campaign, as Sienna just said, our lease renewal is coming up, and so basically we've got the decision of whether we can continue. Um, and so we are running the fundraiser campaign to try and 
shore up the space to sign over the lease for the next couple of years um, and so that we can keep operating and keeping it free, open and accessible for everybody to use. And so we do have a... We've decided to kind of put it out to the community and go, this is yeah. a space, you know, that we can grow together. Um, and, yeah, so it's a it's a tough one, but... It's a tough one, but but ultimately the money is out there and, you know, we have the communities and we have the networks and... Mm. If we can, if we can come together to to work yeah. out where that money is and, and find find people who who want to keep a community art space and community gathering place and um, open, then yeah. hopefully we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I hope that the listeners will be able to support that as well, and we'll put the details um, on our social media pages, and you can have a look at that through three CR. But I hope that the money is raised and the space can continue. But even beyond, you know, that and over the next couple of years, I, I guess that although, you know, at the start we talked about how important kind of political spaces are, is also just I think the ideas that, um, you know, that you've both spoken about today don't necessarily have to exist in a physical space either. And, you know, I hope that no matter what happens, that the, those kind of ideas can continue to live on in our hearts and minds and wherever we are. And on the streets. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anyone is interested, if you go to chuffed.com and it's keep Black Spark alight and you can find more information about the campaign there. Absolutely. It's and good. come in. Come in and see us. If you're if you're in Nam, get down. We're on just off Gladstone Avenue at 235A St George's Road and we're open Wednesday to Sunday. Come and check out the space. Thank you. Thanks both of you for um, having a great chat today and um, for bringing about and continuing to support a great space. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you. Uh, that's it for another episode of Stick Together. Thanks to Sienna and Mercedes for their interview today and the details of the fundraiser are in the show there. Uh, please get along and support Black Spark if you can. They are a great space that is uh, able to provide activist space and art space for people across Melbourne. So if you're able to support them, please do what you can. If you want to catch up on our program, the podcast is available at 3cr.org.au or wherever you normally listen to uh, podcasts if you want to contact the producers of the show um, maybe you're involved in a dispute or workers issue at your workplace or you've got a campaign that you are involved in or know about that you'd like us to cover uh, please get in touch with us and you know we'd love to have a chat Uh, you can get in touch with us at sticktogether3cr at gmail.com or pop into the 3cr studio give them a call and uh, we'll see you next time Thanks for listening. And remember, wherever you are, wherever you are, there's a union for you. Until next time, stick together. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.